if you're going to a platform like iPlayer, like Spotify, if you've seen all that content, actually there's no real need to keep going back. With SJP House, it is iterative, so we're going to keep building on it. I think there's extension of features that will be coming up on the roadmap, so things that we've already got, but just taking those maybe to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Every Day's a School Day, a brand new podcast series from St. James's Place. Do you want to know how innovative technology is being used to enhance businesses? Or do you want to feel inspired on how you can apply it to yours? Well then, this exciting new podcast series will showcase how immersive tech is being applied within the modern workplace. We'll sit down with some of the biggest and the best minds in the industry to learn about the latest developments and how it's improving businesses globally. We'll cover everything from AI and VR to building bespoke learning platforms and more. We'll also share how we're using tech to enhance L&D, break new ground, change those industry attitudes and inspire other organisations to do the same. Hello and welcome back to Every Day's a School Day. I'm your host, Hannah Frame, Social Learning, Technology and Innovation Manager here at SJP. Today we've got a very exciting episode where we'll be talking all about the SJP House. For those of you that don't know about SJP House, the House app is our brand new home for digital learning for our employees and the SJP partnership. It has easy to follow bite-sized digital content that can be accessed from all devices and includes peer-to-peer learning, virtual and face-to-face events, plus access to accreditation content and exams. Today, we've got two very special guests. We've got Nikki Hoyland, who's CEO of Hula. Thank you for having us. And we've got Lauren Salwood, Head of Digital Experience at SJP. Very excited to be here. So it's very exciting to have them today and we're going to be kind of running through why a bespoke platform is better than having an off-the-self solution in our case, what the future possible technologies are with our SJP House platform and how an LXP system can be more than just a learning app. So without further ado, let's find out more about SJP House. School's in session. Before we go over to Nikki and Lauren and have them join us here, I would like to explain, obviously, just a bit more about SJP House. So our house platform, we launched about the second week of January with a population of 16,000. In the opening month, we've had over 11,000 unique logins. We've had 34,000 content completions, which is just growing daily and over 2,000 exams already taken. I mean, we're really delighted with those statistics and we've got some regulatory content that's going out to the wider business towards the end of February and that will bring even more onto the platform. And so we're going to utilise that opportunity to showcase just all the amazing content that we've now got readily accessible to the whole of the business. So I'm going to kick off the first question and ask you, Nikki, why build a bespoke platform rather than use an off-the-shelf solution? Yeah, of course. I think it really depends on every business, if I'm totally honest, because sometimes that kind of all of the features that you get out of the box on an off the shelf solution make total sense to some businesses. I think the complexity of SJP, though, both in terms of audiences, the functionality that you need, the regs content that is so, so important, but also trying to make sure that's super engaging to people that are really, really busy and up against time challenges consistently. 
making that really easy to surface for them is is really important. So I think sometimes that layer of complexity, it's much, much easier to go, actually, if this was going to be a solution that we were completely going blue sky and let's design this and let's think about not only what do we need at launch, but what do we need six months in, what do we need 12 months in and what does that future sort of roadmap look like? It's much easier to develop that that allows technology to work to the business rather than you having to shape or mold processes that you have internally or the way that learning happens to suit the medium of a platform. So it really does allow that flexibility that can ebb and flow as the business changes, as technology changes, and equally and importantly, based on end user feedback. Lauren, I don't know from an SJP perspective why when we were exploring different systems to go with, why we opted for the bespoke platform for SJP. Yeah, so I think we came from an off-the-shelf solution. That's what we had to begin with and what we were using internally. And Over the years, it became more and more obvious that that was too restricted in that it couldn't do what we needed it to do for us as a business. And so when we were exploring more platforms, you know, going for another off the shelf solution was never going to be the right thing for the business. We are quite unique in what we need. And by having a bespoke platform, we can really shape that to be exactly what we need. Obviously, it's an iterative process. So, you know, what we need today isn't necessarily what we're going to be needing in five years time. But with a bespoke platform, we can make sure that we're continually improving that and shaping it to be what we need it to be. And you're not restricted to somebody else's roadmap, which is great because, you know, what we need now, an off-the-shelf solution might not offer for another 12 months. So it really does put us in the driving seat. Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? And I think when we were looking at how SJP House was formed, even just exploring what different features we could bring in, it was almost like we could be a bit more blue sky with it. There weren't as many restrictions as there would be with an off-the-shelf solution. And so kind of switching to the features then, I know having gone on SJP House, my favourite feature has to be the fact that we can search for content. In our previous system, we couldn't even have the search functionality. So finding content is so much easier from a user perspective. But if I kind of ask you, Loz, what's your favourite feature of the app? If we're looking at it from an end user perspective, the search function is the one I would agree with you. And it's because we didn't have it before. But alongside that, we've also got tag management. So we can now tag all of our content, which again is something that we couldn't do before. And that just enables that search function to work even better. So, you know, people don't need to know the exact name of a piece of content. They can just search for a word that is familiar to them. And that's something that we can build on and increase over time as well. Overall, it just looks so much better, doesn't it? And it feels better. And I think from a user perspective, it's almost night and day from what we had before. So I think just that in itself means that it's easier to use and people are going to walk towards it much more than they did before. I think that's a big observation for me, really, is we work with other financial organizations too and looking at other platforms I guess out in the market and what other folks are doing I think it's important to really look at what is that user interface and what is that user experience that feels intuitive it feels like something that you want to go and you want to experience it's easy to get to what you need and to search for what you need and whilst there's an absolute plethora of features inside of of the house that some people will never ever get to see because it's potentially an admin thing that just makes searching for content so so much easier it's that frictionless experience that I think we can only continue to build on and continue to improve on but is expected now it's expected that I can pick something up and it feels 
intuitive. It feels like consumer grade tech. And I think there's a really, really nice delivery of that inside of house that further complements the content because similar to, and I always give the analogy of if you're going to a platform like iPlayer, like Netflix, like Apple Music, like Spotify, if you've seen all that content, a thousand times and you've already completed that content or listened to that playlist, actually there's no real need to keep going back because you've done it, right? So I think the real changes to some of that user experience really, really complement that constant update to content that's really fresh, really engaging, and none of this sort of text and next kind of e-learning or death by PDF that's just engaging for users as how they want to consume content as and when and where they want to consume it. I'll just add to that as well in terms of what's available to us in the background as admins, because not only can, you know, users search for things on the front end, but we've got the ability to know via the admin area what they're searching for. And that really will help us then to build on the content that we offer and shape what we offer. Because, you know, if they're searching for something that currently isn't on there, we can go away and we can make sure that we are creating content that people need. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it is that which will help drive kind of future content that we create as an L&D team, even narrowing it down to what different departments and people with specific job titles are searching for. So we can kind of tailor and personalize their learning and their homepage on the SJP house. Nikki, you obviously work with lots of other companies and we're just at the beginning of our kind of hula journey. What features are kind of yet to come? And Lauren, you can talk a bit around our roadmap here. But in terms of SJP House, what have you seen that other companies do that we can explore? Gosh, I think, um, yeah, the list can be, be quite endless there. But I think loads of exciting stuff really around how do you bring learning together? And there's a lot of core conversation at the moment around how AI will come more into platforms and how content will evolve, looking at content that's both immersive, but for the sake of it versus the credibility that it needs for the content. So I think there's a lot in there around really, really connecting together that learning journey that we can certainly look at. And for us, it's leaning outside of just, if I'm honest, HR tech. So there's a lot of LMS systems that there are core functionality and features that you expect. It's kind of a given. And I think there's lots of that that we've had to do foundationally and lots of that that has to be in place to help meet the needs of different stakeholders across the business, but also all of the end users. So we had to get to that really to allow us to get to some of the more exciting kind of next stages and next steps of content that allow potentially a little bit more around user-generated content or how you hang content together that isn't just necessarily same sort of mediums, but certainly a lot more around automation, both for admin and that intuitive nature of access to content for users. Nice. Automation is definitely something we've been looking at having as a digital team, Loz, not even just SJP House, but also with our VR experience. But Lauren, can you touch more on what we're going to be looking at in specifically to SJP House? Yeah, so I think with SJP House, like I said, it is iterative. So we're going to keep building on it. I think there's extension of features that will be coming up on the roadmap so things that we've already got but just taking those maybe to the next level so that it feels more in line with other apps that people use on a daily basis but there are some key things that are on the roadmap that we're hoping to deliver so one of those it'd be rude not to mention it seems they're on a podcast is a podcast area which I know that's something that you've been involved in Han in getting that ready so that will just give us an area on the house to 
keep all of our podcast content so we're building that up internally and it will add additional features so that it's similar to other podcast platforms so that's really exciting and it means that the podcast won't get lost in amongst all the other content that we have and they'll have their own area Another one is mentoring. So we're looking at introducing a way to match people to mentors using SJP House. So you can sign up as a mentor or a mentee and the system will do all the hard work for you in matching you up with someone with the right skills that you need. So that's a really exciting one because again, that's something internally that we're managing manually at the moment and that will take a lot of the strain away with that. But it will also be a much better experience for the end user. And then the other thing is CPD. So CPD is super important to our end users. It's something that they need to do their jobs. So that is something else that we're looking to enhance to make it easier to find the content that's got CPD attached to it. And that's using visual cues, but also adapting the way that the system filters so that they can find content that has the specific number of CPD minutes or hours that they need and also the category of CPD that is so that they can really you know hone in on what they're missing and address that gap. I think all of that those bits you've touched on there as well Lauren allow different mediums of content whether that's traditional content of what we think of of e-learning whether that's sort of sharing articles or content by way of pdf or in a medium of podcast in a medium of video or actually people let's not forget how do we bring people to connect to learn new skills from each other that's so so important inside the world of digital of how do we bring that in and make that easy and facilitate that upskill that we need across an organization i'd say one of the things that we're seeing with many of our clients as well is this concept of this is what i've got now that in the case of mentoring or coaching i can share with other people too but actually this is what i need and this is where i want to get to So of all this content that you've got, actually, what do I need to do when and in what order in order to get to where either I personally want to progress to or equally where the business needs me to get to? And I think there's bringing all of that together that then makes logical sense by way of pathways. But that real mix of medium that, in my opinion, really importantly, also includes connection with other human beings. Yeah, definitely. And I think in terms of features yet to come, I think we're really lucky that we are working with Hula as well, because they have done this with other clients before. They're out there looking at what the future is. They've also worked with many clients before and sort of tested some of these things out already. So when we're sitting down and we're talking about the ideas and the things that we need as a business, they can really guide us as to, you know, what has worked in the past, what hasn't worked. And it means that we're going to get a much better product at the end of it. So that's really great in terms of features coming up because it means that we'll have that experience behind us. That all sounds so exciting and I mean the business hopefully they're just as excited as we are for those developments I mean making partnership life easier with the CPD the mentoring I know that's a huge kind of thing that SAP are currently kind of crying out for and just in relation to just that whole user experience it's really exciting you touched on the future there Loz I mean what future technologies are we looking at integrating with SAP House? I think that's sort of something that's up for discussion because I think there's just so many things that we could potentially integrate with. And as a business, we're already using quite a lot of those things. So again, taking that alongside the user experience, we want to make that as easy as possible for people. So if we've got multiple technologies that we're already using, how can we make sure that they're integrating with the house in a way that the user doesn't really notice? I think that's what we want to achieve, you know, and 
we want SJP House to be the front door to all of those technologies. But I think the possibilities are endless. And I also think there are a lot of great technologies out there. And there's also a lot of great things that we can build with Hula as well. So it's finding out what we need to source externally versus what we can build internally with Hula. But eSwap is obviously at the top of the list in terms of integrating with them. I know you're probably more familiar with what that will bring to the business. But we also want to make things like the events easier to do. So, you know, integrating with things like Zoom and those sorts of technologies and our evaluation platform that we're using. And then the big one, I suppose, and the real future one that we hope to do more with is the virtual reality. So we have integrated it slightly with SJP House already so that we can get the data. And that's really insightful and it's made a big impact to how we are evaluating how that's being used. But I think we've had conversations already with Nikki around how we can push that one step further and make that feel like a more seamless experience. Yeah, just to touch back there on the eSwap skill sharing platform that allows you to swap, teach or learn skills. And we'll definitely be doing a future episode on that. But yeah, lots to your other points. I mean, the virtuality is really exciting. And, and like I said, even already the data that we can get and the insight to help drive even just how we embed VR into our everyday learning, whether that be in workshops or we've got VR hubs coming and anything we can do to the SAP house to be the front door and the segue into other platforms I mean it just goes back to that user experience being really seamless and I know that's something that Hula I mean it's that whole purpose isn't it Nikki have you got anything to add around kind of future technologies that we could be looking at I think much to Lauren's point, it really, really does depend. And the thing that I would always say for any business is actually what are you trying to achieve rather than just the technology? What's the outcome that we're trying to get to? How does that help people that use it? How does that help the business? What's the impact that that has? Because sometimes you can fall down a trap of we're using technology for the sake of technology rather than reverse engineering that and going, actually, that's the tech that makes the most sense. So therein you get the traction that you want from users too. So I think there'll be a lot of, certainly from our side, We'd love to know more from user feedback, actually what works outside of just kind of work platforms and learning platforms and how do we pull some of that in and integrate it. I think more around those kind of learning engines, let's say. So you have to have a period of time where you've got data to go, actually, right now, what do we do with this data that starts to allow us to automate and curate content for folks that might be based on, you know, Lauren just did X, Y, and Z, and she's working to this skills framework or path, and she's got these skills. Actually, Nikki, if you want similar, we can start to to serve you content that feels really engaging and that almost feels like it's quite planned out for you, rather than just, you know, content is done off most popular. And there's nothing wrong with doing most popular as a start for 10, because you have to have that data but allowing the platform to become much, much more intelligent as that data set grows so that it can be far more suggestive, which does then by its nature pull in other technologies as well and lean outside of just learning to go, actually, how do we make this a little bit different? How do we make it memorable? How do we make it easy? What do we do to that user experience and that UI, that UX, so user interface, user experience to really take somebody on a journey with us? And for me, that starts even before somebody's applying as well. So how do you continue that employee value proposition? How do you get that UX and that UI right so that all the way through there's just that consistency of feel right the way through to offboarding as well, which you know is, is often forgotten of what those two endpoints look like, but get that right at the start. And it makes such a difference all the way through. 
Yeah, it's super powerful. And we've touched on it a lot already in this episode around how the SAP House can be more than just the learning app through integrating with other platforms and kind of other features that are coming and just future of technology itself. But I mean, something that we are starting to explore now, and I know we're doing it with like an onboarding piece, is around Hula Hub. And I mean, Nikki, I'll leave you to explain around that. But it just, I feel Hula Hub really is quite a powerful tool that kind of showcases how SAP House can become more than just a learning app. So Nikki, I'll, I'll pass over to you to talk about Hula Hub. Yeah, of course. I think in all organizations, we have around 50 to 80 applications that we use on a daily basis. So subject to the area of the business that you work in, clearly L&D and HR is just maybe 5%, 10% of your digital life. You may have another 90% of systems, whether that's reporting systems, financial systems, client systems. If you work kind of frontline and you're outside of just financial sector, you may not touch HR-based technology very frequently. So actually, how do you create that one interface, that one layer for people to get to that just simplifies and aggregates all of that together? that allows you to be a human being and personalizes content for you. It allows you to bring some of your personal life and work life together because I think work-life balance is probably better framed as work-life integration, especially as the future of work is much, much, much more flexible. So how do you do that in a tool? Well, actually, you need that one pane of glass, that one aggregator to bring it in. So Hula Hub allows for that, that, of course, the L&D component of that and house is hugely core and important and at its core will be probably the one of the main drivers. But what about if you want to go and curate collections of content that isn't necessarily learning that's on house? It might be from Twitter or it might be from a competitor's blog potentially or results or otherwise. How do you allow that curation of those content equally? potentially how could you start to share content with clients and customers and be able to curate something for them that educates them so not only is SJP internally encouraging that culture of we learn we improve and we educate we upskill actually how are we doing that with clients in that true digital experience as well so yeah as you rightly touch on hand I think start of a 10 is that onboarding piece that to loop back to my previous point before you even apply for somewhere is where your perception of that brand and that employer brand starts and how easy is that digital journey. So getting that right before the application right the way through just means that digital adoption is much, much easier. It feels familiar. It's just this is how we do things here. So I hope that we can really work on that as a partnership together to get that right for everybody that enters the business right the way through the Mexican. Nice. Yeah, we've got some exciting conversations that are happening at the moment around Hula Hub. So looking forward to seeing how that kind of progresses throughout the year. So thanks both so much. I mean, before we wrap up, we do have a regular feature on our Everyday is a School Day episodes that I'm going to turn in and ask yourselves. So what's something that you've learned recently that blew your mind and will undoubtedly blow the listener's mind? Mine is completely random and a bit of a story as to how I found this out. But My sister's got a dog and it's been having a few health issues. So it seemed to have stemmed from when he drinks water. So then I sort of asked the question like, can you be allergic to tap water as a dog? And she said, you're not the first person who said that. So I Googled it and who knew dogs can be allergic to tap water? No way. 
Yeah. My goodness. So what so you have to do go. instead? Bottled. To do. Bottled. Bottled water. Yeah. <gasps> oh, what a pampered, pampered pooch that is. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about water though, this yeah. and this might sound really ridiculous. I didn't know that babies can't have water. Like for the first couple of months, like you obviously just have milk. And that might seem so obvious, but I had no idea. I only found that out <laughs> once I'd had kids. Yeah, mad. Nikki, what about you? What's the crazy thing you've learned? Well, I was going to go with my cheese fat over Christmas that I realized you don't actually need a cracker. You could just put your soft cheese onto the hard cheese and, you know, just sack off the concept of a cracker. (laughs) But given that that's not particularly on point for this podcast, I thought I'd go with something slightly more tech related, given who I am. ChatGPT has had the same impact on education as calculators in that all calculators were removed clearly from all exams. So much so that there's now a global impact on teachers stopping homework across the globe because of plagiarism. So as quickly as that has been announced, there is a student from Princeton that's just built an app that combats plagiarism inside of ChatGPT. So the irony that we've now got an AI app that deals with the plagiarism of the AI app is just a little bit kind of inception of AI for me. But yeah, I just kind of wonder at what point does that stop? Like who's watching the plagiarism AI that's watching the other AI and where and where and where does it go? So, yeah, I think if I think of that for too long, though, I start to get a touch freaked out. So It's like when you start thinking about breathing and then you're like, oh, I can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Chat GPT is amazing. Oh, my goodness. I saw actually on my um, Instagram feed this morning that someone wrote their whole university essay in Chat GPT. And exactly for that, it passed. But it's good to know that they are going to start doing the plagiarism checks because, like you said, where does it? stop like goodness but that really does show that every day's a school day thank you both so much nikki and lauren it's been amazing to have you on this episode we touched on why bespoke is best what future possible technologies we can bring in and how an lxp system it can be more than just a learning app with the hula hub and other future development so i'm really excited to see what sjp has in store for the house this year and with our work with hula and so thank you very much Thank you. Thank you. So in our next episode, we'll be talking about our virtual reality roadmap and the exciting developments that are to come. But until then, I'll see you next time. School's out. (laughs) 